Hey, this is Dr. Eric, and I just want to let you know about my gut healing bundle for those with thyroid and autoimmune thyroid conditions. This includes SMT Probio, which is a probiotic with 18 well-researched strains, Enzymes Plus, which not only includes digestive enzymes, but betaine, HCL, and ox bile, and SMT GI Restore, which is a stevia-free formulation that has multiple nutrients and herbs that have been proven to help support the healing of the gut. To learn more about this, you can visit guthealingbundle.com. Hey, this is Dr. Eric, and in this Q&A episode, I am going to answer the question, how can I manage my hyperthyroid symptoms during pregnancy? So this could be a big issue for those who are pregnant, as a lot of women don't want to take antithyroid medications such as methimazole or PTU, and it's important to manage the symptoms when you have hyperthyroidism. And, you know, when I dealt with Graves' disease, I took the herb bugleweed as well as motherwort. But the problem is that these herbs are contraindicated during pregnancy. And there's honestly no research, at least none that I'm aware of, that shows that they cause problems during pregnancy. But because it's unknown, you really don't want to take those herbs or really any other herbs uh, while pregnancy, especially during that first trimester. But honestly, really throughout the pregnancy, I would say to avoid bugleweed as well as motherwort and other, there, there's, there are other agents, which I'll talk about. But when it comes to the medication, so typically if someone's going to take antithyroid medication, usually in the first trimester, they will recommend PTU. And then maybe after that first trimester, they'll make the transition and have the person take methimazole just because methimazole potentially can cause greater side effects according to some of the research. There's some debate over that, but most endocrinologists will recommend PTU that first trimester and then we'll switch over to methimazole. And without question, antithyroid medication does come with certain side effects. So I could understand someone not wanting to take these medications during pregnancy as well as during nursing, or really there are people who don't want to take these medications at all, which I understand because I didn't take the medication. But I have said numerous times in the past that if I absolutely had to take the medication, I would have. It all comes down to risk versus benefits. And I will say you don't want unmanaged hyperthyroidism during pregnancy. So if someone absolutely needs to take the medication, then I would say to take the medication. Getting back to natural agents. So like I said, bugleweed, motherwort, there really is no research on these taken during pregnancy. And then there are other agents such as L-carnitine. L-carnitine, when taken in higher doses, has antithyroid properties. And when I say higher doses, the research shows between 2,000 and 4,000 milligrams per day. So if someone's taking a normal amount of L-carnitine, let's say 500 milligrams per day, then that shouldn't cause a problem during pregnancy. Of course, everybody's different. So as a disclaimer, I'm not recommending any specific supplements for anyone who's listening to this who happens to be pregnant. But L-carnitine and, and regular doses, let's say 500 milligrams to 1,000 milligrams is unlikely to cause any problems. There's always exceptions. But again, there's no research when it comes to the higher doses of L-carnitine during pregnancy. And there's iodine. So potassium iodide, when taken in higher doses, for example, can lower thyroid hormone levels. But I would be cautious about taking iodine, especially during pregnancy. I took iodine in the past, had a good experience. I'm not anti-iodine, but iodine can cause problems when you take too much, or in some cases, even smaller amounts. 
But during pregnancy, I would be cautious about taking really high doses of, of iodine in the form of potassium iodide or other types of iodine. And then there's goitrogenic foods. So goitrogenic foods potentially, or there's goitrogen. So goitrogens can potentially inhibit thyroid activity and certain foods that fall into this category include the cruciferous vegetables. So some listeners to this might wonder, well, can I just eat larger amounts of goitrogenic foods? And I actually did try this with some of my pregnant women in the past. Years ago, I would encourage them to eat larger amounts of cruciferous vegetables, such as broccoli, kale, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts. Said if you could eat these raw, that'd be great. If not, lightly steam them. And I didn't really see any effects, any lowering of the thyroid hormone levels in people who took this approach. So it's something, once again, you could give a try taking larger amounts, but in most cases, it doesn't seem to make a difference. Or really, I would say in all cases, it didn't make a difference with my patients. Now, it's a smaller sample size. I can't say that I had hundreds of pregnant women with hyperthyroidism who ate larger amounts of these cruciferous vegetables, but from the smaller sample size, I didn't really notice any changes. So it's not something I recommend these days. I mean, I do encourage people to eat a lot of vegetables, including cruciferous vegetables, but not for the purpose of inhibiting thyroid activity. So what I would say is, of course, you want to still incorporate the basics. You want to eat well. Sometimes eating an anti-inflammatory diet, such as autoimmune paleo diet or even paleo diet. Now, I don't know if I would recommend AIP necessarily during pregnancy, but but eating whole healthy foods, anti-inflammatory foods, that sometimes can make a big difference with the symptoms. But honestly, usually alone isn't going to lower the thyroid hormone levels, but I still would recommend to incorporate a healthy diet, stress management, make sure you have healthy vitamin D levels, especially if you have Graves disease. If you have Graves, that's autoimmune, of course. And vitamin D is important for the health of the immune system. Taking a good quality prenatal, which many pregnant women do, but certain nutrients, all the nutrients are, are of course important, but selenium is important when it comes to immune health and zinc and you know all these are found in the prenatal, but of course you want it to take a good quality prenatal supplement. So definitely do things to address the underlying cause of the condition. And if someone has, you know, like an infection, you might need to address that. And that could be the root cause of someone's hyperthyroidism. If someone has uh, an increased toxic load, this could be challenging during pregnancy because you really don't want to be aggressive when it comes to detoxification and, and pregnancy, just because those toxins will be passed on to the baby. So I would say continue to try to do things to address the cause of the problem, preferably under the guidance of a natural healthcare practitioner. And when it comes to symptom management, I wish I had a great answer where I could say, you know, take bugleweed or take L-carnitine in higher doses or, you know, take something else. But honestly, the, the herbs that I commonly recommend to patients, I don't recommend when pregnant. And once again, I understand not wanting to take the antithyroid medication. Just remember, it comes down to risk versus benefits. So if it's a choice between not doing anything and, and having your hyperthyroidism uncontrolled during pregnancy, unmanaged during pregnancy, or taking antithyroid medication, the antithyroid medication might be the best option. I hate saying that, but in some cases it is necessary. And 
that's all I wanted to say. Again, just it's not the answer I know a lot of people wanted to hear who are pregnant, but I don't want anybody to just not do anything and that can cause a miscarriage or you could end up in the ER with a thyroid storm, which also could have a harmful impact on the baby. And so that's my answer to the question, how can I manage my hyperthyroid symptoms during pregnancy? Even if you didn't like the response to the question, I hope you found it to be valuable this episode and I look forward to catching you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Save My Thyroid podcast. If you haven't done so already, please hit subscribe to stay up to date on the latest thyroid health-related topics. And if you'd like to connect with others with hyperthyroidism who are also trying to save their thyroid, you can join Dr. Eric's hyperthyroid healing community at hyperthyroidgroup.com. I want to let you know about a product called Hepatomune Supreme, which is a unique supplement that has a rare combination of N-acetylcysteine, also known as NAC, milk thistle, and schisandra to support the liver. And it also has a few mushrooms that can help support the immune system, including cordyceps, which has both immune-modulating and adaptogenic properties and is great for those with Graves' disease and Hashimoto's. To learn more about Hepatomune Supreme, visit SaveMyThyroid.com forward slash liver support.